it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. If Caitlin Collins is walking around going, why me? Why did you do this to me? I wouldn't be surprised. Or maybe she was walking around going, I am just so brilliant and I really stuck to Donald Trump. It was embarrassing. It was absolutely embarrassing to watch the steamrolling. And if you notice something, this was supposed to be some kind of Republican primary town hall, except not a single question from Caitlin Collins was of any interest to any Republican. The questions from the audience were certainly in Donald Trump's wheelhouse. But really, this seemed like, oh, you know, we'll invite Donald Trump on CNN and we'll give him a lecture about what a terrible person he is and the whole world will see just how bad he is and he won't win the election. Actually, The Hill has a piece out today that says Democrats are starting to worry that Donald Trump will be reelected because Biden is destroying the country. And you remember those... That Bush meme, it was Bush waving, it said, miss me yet? I think a lot of people, I'm not saying I think, I know, I'm not going to say I think, I know. There are a lot of people out there that bought into the notion that Trump was this terrible, awful, no good human being. But really, at the end of the day, if you think about 2018, 2019, pre-pandemic, from when Trump's policies took effect, to the pandemic, things were actually going really good in this country. Inflation was manageable. Gas prices were low. Millions upon millions of jobs were being created. Taxes were being cut. Regulations were being rolled back. This idea that we dare not speak back to our NATO or European allies for risk of offending them, Trump was 100% right about contributions to NATO. He was 100% right about Germany getting too hooked on Russian oil and natural gas. He was 100% right about the Nord Stream pipeline. He was 100% right about, about making the United States a net exporter of energy. When Biden talks about the economy, he talks about the economy as if it is something for the government to always be taxing or subsidizing. The biggest problem with our economy is our government. We have too many people with not enough experience, with too much power, doing too much meddling. The organic free market is the best way toward prosperity for every single human being in this country. That's a fact. I'm not, I'm not giving you an opinion and I'm not going to argue with you. And Trump promoted those policies. Should I play these in order or should I go to the funnier ones first? Let's just start with the opening salvo. Caitlin Collins thought in her little white pantsuit that she was going to give the president a lecture. It didn't go very well. Cut one. The question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> Very why simple. you held on to the documents? I was negotiating and we were talking to NARA, that's Washington, to bring whatever they want. They can have whatever they want. 
when we left Washington, we had the boxes lined up on the sidewalk outside for everybody. People are taking pictures of them. Everybody knew we were taking those boxes. And the GSA, the government service, the GSA was the one taking them. They brought them down to Mar-a-Lago. We were negotiating with NARA. All of a sudden, they raid our house. When Biden had his documents, he won't give back the 1,850 boxes. And you're going to find some real gems in there. Kind of funny she skips past the fact that Joe Biden is being investigated for the exact same thing. You're just a terrible, awful person, Mr. President. Now, it's funny, a little bit later, and we'll play the clips, they held a post-town uh, post hall panel where some moderator, I don't know who this guy was, comes out and just starts saying that Trump's a liar and a terrible person. And the first question he asks of one of the panelists was about Trump's lies. And the guy looks right at him and says, you know, that's a media narrative. That's a media narrative. So Caitlin Collins thought, well, I'll just hit him with one of our media narratives and I'll show him who's boss. And the other thing you'll notice as we play these clips, they despise the fact that Donald Trump uses common language when discussing something complex. They want somebody who's going to speak like they just graduated from the Kennedy School of Government or Georgetown School of Public Affairs or something like that. In other words, they want someone who's going to speak like a technocrat, even if what they're saying is bunk, garbage, and nonsense. It's about presentation. It's about being part of the class and displaying its culture. Play cut to. Given the fact that there are indictments expected to come in that case this summer, is that a call you would make again today? Yeah, I called questioning the election. I thought it was a rigged election. I thought it had a lot of problems. I had every, I guess he's Secretary of State, I called. Listen to this. There are like seven lawyers on the call, many of them from there. We're having a call. We're having a normal call. Nobody said, oh, gee, he shouldn't have said that. Why? If this call was bad, I question the election. You asked if this him call to find was bad, votes. I didn't ask him to find anything. Let me We've just heard the audio tape, Mr. President. There's bad, an audio of you asking him to find I you 11,000 votes. I said, you owe me votes. votes because the election was rigged. That election was rigged. And if this call was bad, why didn't him and his lawyers hang up? How dare you say that? This was a perfect Well, they were clearly call. concerned enough they recorded the call, and I should note that, of this course... This was a call that was made to question the results of election, and we have. And when we can't make a call to question election results, then this country ought to just forget about it. He's 100% right. Democrats have questioned the outcome of every election where a Republican is won. They said in 2016 the election was illegitimate, Donald Trump was illegitimate, and they treated him as if he was not a duly elected president. Now, I got to ask you, is this a town hall or is this a debate between Caitlin Collins and Donald Trump? She's playing the role of antagonist, a role she would never play with a Democrat candidate. I saw one review that said, well, she was chosen because of her conservative media background. Spending five minutes at the Daily Caller does not make you a conservative. Caitlin Collins is not a conservative. She is sold out to the hard left. And, you know, I know a thing or two about programming. Many of the people who I've either suggested 
for jobs have gotten them and done very well, or people that I've allowed to fill in for me who've gone on to do great things, really incredible things, actually. I don't get Kate, the appeal of Caitlin Collins. They were saying her rise is meteoric. I'm not understanding it. She doesn't seem to have any working knowledge of anything. She's just regurgitating left-wing talking points and media narratives. But now they're saying she's being considered to move off the morning show and host a primetime news hour on CNN. Why? Now, if you want to say she's relatively young and attractive and she might present well, okay, I guess. But she doesn't seem to have any working knowledge. She's just regurgitating narratives. Now, a very important portion of this town hall was addressing Ukraine. And something Donald Trump said was so profound and correct and on point, it was like Caitlin Collins just didn't get it. So let me let me ramp up to this, to a question about whether or not Vladimir Putin is a war criminal. Play cut three. I, I should know, I don't know any Democrats who have said they don't believe Putin would have been invaded if you were president. But her question is, would you continue to give Ukraine money and weapons if you're elected? Uh, What's the answer? I have a very good relationship with uh, President Zelensky because, as you know, he backed me up with the, with the phony uh, impeachment, impeachment hoax number one, when he said... The president didn't do anything wrong. So that was I happened when you to asked like, him for an investigation. So I happened to like, yeah, that's weapons. right. And it, it was, I was totally exonerated, by the way. Just a waste of time and money. You were impeached over that. Yeah, you were impeached, impeached over that. Yeah. And not convicted in the Senate. Because the question is, would you give Ukraine weapons and funding? I was impeached funding? by a crazy woman named Nancy but Pelosi. But the question here is, would you give Ukraine weapons and funding if you were elected? I would sit down. Let, let me just put it a nicer way. Uh, if I'm president, I will have that war settled in one day, 24 hours. How would you settle that war in one day? Because I'll meet with Putin, I'll meet with Zelensky. They both have weaknesses and they both have strengths. And within 24 hours, that war will be settled. It'll be over. Versus just endlessly pouring in billions of dollars. Just pouring in billions of dollars. Just spend, 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 spend. Now, whether or not Democrats have expressed in public, we do know the track record. In 2013, under Obama and Biden's watch, they pushed out. We helped push out the pro-Russian president. Ukraine begged for military aid, lethal military aid. They knew by pushing out the pro-Russian president would kick off a series of events like the invasion of Crimea. It was Obama and Biden that refused to arm Ukraine at the time, and that's exactly what happened. They gave medical kits and blankets and other non-lethal aid. And the Russians poured right in and took Crimea. For four years of Donald Trump, there was no added aggression toward Ukraine from Russia. So whether Caitlin Collins likes it or not, or all these crazy left-wing blue chicks that are are jumping up and down, actually they are blue chicks, Democrat cat ladies on Twitter, screaming and yelling, how dare CNN? This didn't happen under Donald Trump. It happened under Obama-Biden, and it's happening under Biden-Harris. 
play cut four. It'll be absolutely Do you want Ukraine to win this war? See, stop. Stop and reset. I don't think it... Stop and reset. These are loaded questions. These are loaded questions meant to insult Donald Trump. And even if she asked that of a... Well, of course I want Ukraine to win. What does that mean? What is Ukraine winning the war? When two nations go to war, one uses both militaries seek to force the other to surrender. That's what a war is. You are seeking the surrender of the enemy nation. Ukraine has absolutely no chance of forcing a surrender by Russia. The only thing that can happen is that Russia pulls out. Play the clip. It'll be absolutely Do you want Ukraine to win this war? Uh, I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we stop killing all these people and breaking down this, this country. Now, what do you... Can I just follow up on that? You said you don't think you in have terms to do of winning is you have and losing. To get the, you have Mr. To President, get Europe. can I just follow up on that? Because that's a really important no, excuse me, statement let me that just you just made up. there. Can you say if you want Ukraine or Russia to win this war? I want everybody to stop dying. They're dying, Russians and Ukrainians. I want them to stop dying. And I'll have that done. I'll have that done in 24 hours. I'll have it done. You need the power of the presidency to do it. But you but won't say that you want Ukraine to win. You, you know what I'll you say? In, I'll say this. I want Europe to put up more money because they're in for 20 billion. We're in for 170. But and they should an be. And they should the equalize. War. They have plenty of money. They should equalize. I got with NATO, but I'm when I sat down, I got them right to put now, up Mr. hundreds President. of billions of dollars that they weren't paying under Obama and Bush and all of these other presidents. That's why they're, they're able to help them fight the war because of the money I got. She sounds like an obnoxious, entitled, pseudo-intellectual college kid. Um, do you want Ukraine to win well, what does that mean? What does victory for Ukraine look like? When he says, I want people to stop dying, I want the war to end. What does it mean for Ukraine to win? Are they going to force the surrender of Ukraine, of Russia? No, they're not. What, is it, what does victory look like for Ukraine? Before you ask that question, let's identify what victory looks like. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four because there will be no surrender. Let's take the break. Then we're going to get to a crescendo moment here, where Caitlin Collins asked Donald Trump, "Is Vladimir Putin a war criminal?" And he gives what I, in my humble opinion, a brilliant answer. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.